With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two toned cookie or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11, 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. <laughs> hey, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of The Standard is the Standard. I'm Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With me always is Lance Williams. I'm glad that we're back on YouTube. The sound quality is better if you're watching on YouTube. Welcome back. Haven't been back here, Lance, since the playoffs, I believe. Uh, last week we were on our old platform uh, just due to circumstance, but ugh, I, I, I hate to bring up the, that loss. We're not going to talk about that. We have a lot to talk about with the free agent market, but uh, go ahead, Lance. What, what are you thinking with the Steelers, where they're headed, where the direction you agree with it, all that stuff? Let me want to know your thoughts. Before we jump into that, Jeff, if we do this yeah. show, because the location at which you're doing the show has some bad mojo, can I get a request? <laughs> What's that? Can we move the picture over your right shoulder? I think that looks like beer nah, or bottles wine. of wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, can we move that? Can we get well, like a... the hope? The hope is the next time we do a show, I will be in a new house and I will have a new location and I won't okay. have that over my shoulder. Okay, so, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That'll happen in due time. I just. I just or throw some salt over your shoulder or something. We got to get the mojo. I might have salt on here. I don't know. I'll you, find it. You, 
you probably got kosher salt. You know, Jeff's in shape. He doesn't have regular salt. It's kosher or sea salt, I'm pink, sure. The pink Himalayan salt, man. That's where that, it's at. That's what I was going to guess. But <laughs> listeners, <laughs> when it comes to the Steelers free agency, we told you last week nothing of note was going to happen. And some of the things that happened, you guys being astute Steeler fans that you are, we're able to ascertain what those were going to be. And the cuts that occurred this week, golden, gay, longtime Steeler ball player. I think one of Mike Tomlin's in, in Mike Tomlin's first or second draft class, if I'm not mistaken. Am I right, Jeff? I'll have to think about that. I don't think he was drafted that long ago. 2007 was his first draft class. I think golden. I, let, let me look it up. Go ahead, though. Um, and last but not least, so we got Mitchell, Gay, and Golden, the cap savings of about $7 million. What's your thoughts about those cuts? Pretty obvious. Uh, you know, how earth-shattering are they, if they are at all? How much of an impact will those cuts have? What's your perspective? Um, on, to be honest with you, uh, I thought that, and while I have it here, he was, uh, Robert Golden went undrafted in 2012. So what just, about what about gay? What about gay? I thought gay was part of the original draft class. Um, I think he came in with Dan Sepulveda. And don't bring Timmons. that guy's name up. Sepulveda, oh, Timmons. Uh, uh, Timmons was the first round pick. We knew that. And he, uh, was, he was, you're right. William Gay was drafted in 2007 in the fifth round out of Louisville. Yes, he came with the two backers, the two backers that changed that right. defense. Uh, so what's your thoughts on the cuts? I mean, I mean, everyone knew William Gay announced on social media, his Instagram page, that he was going to be released. He wants to play one more year. We knew that was coming. Mike Mitchell rumors or reports swirled last week as well, that he was going to be released. He had a very cryptic message on his Twitter page, basically saying it is what it is. Uh, that to me that signed off on the fact that he was going to be released. I was not expecting Robert golden, although I did have him on my article that was done months ago about cap casualties as a potential cap casualty. Here's the thing. William Gay and Robert Golden, if you're thinking that it's all based on the money, it's not. These guys make collectively save you $3 million. I want to say that Gay's around $1.7. Golden might be around $1.4 in savings. Total, all three players are going to be around $7 million, in between $7 and $8 million from what I've read. It, that was performance-based, in my opinion, because you're not going to pay Robert Golden that much money to just be a special teams guy because you can find there are a dime a dozen in the NFL, in my opinion. He wasn't a player that could step in and be the safety. He was a safety valve. He was their special teams captain, all that crap, but he just wasn't a very good player and wasn't a player that could take over. Mike Mitchell, I think that's all. that's a combination of poor play and a really bad salary cap number. Uh, you can't pay a guy over $5 million when he's playing that poorly. And he's also been battling injuries. That's the thing. Everyone thinks everyone just hates on Mike Mitchell. I get it. The guy's been hurt, but the problem is he's also getting older. He's getting slower. That's a problem. So they release him. Look at look at their safety depth chart now, though, Lance. They, here you. it is. Here it's it is. You. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> you have Sean Davis, okay. J.J. Wilcox remains on the team. To many fans' surprise, you have Jordan Dangerfield, who was on the taxi squad last year, and then another guy that was on the taxi squad. I can't remember his name that has zero playing NFL experience at all. So, talk about reworking 
their secondary, their deep secondary, the safeties. And this all coincides with Carnell Lake leaving and Tom Bradley coming in. I just, maybe this is them saying, look, we're, we're completely overhauling this whole thing. Uh, not necessarily the cornerbacks. Cause I don't think they need to be overhauled. William Gay was just the next extra piece. I still think they could cut Cody Sensabaugh and draft a, a cornerback in the late rounds and be fine. Um, and save some cap space as well. But Lance, do you think there's anything with these moves and Tom Bradley coming in and being the the defensive backs coach? I think it's problematic. I mean, my my philosophy has always been with football is you try to eliminate unknowns. The smaller or fewer amount of unknowns you have, particularly if those knowns are filled by good ball players, the better you are. You don't want to go into a season with an unknown at coordinator, an unknown at the position, and an unknown on your back end. I mean, when you combine those things, you're taking a defense that was okay. It was solid last year. Pretty good pass rushing unit. Got the most sacks in the National Football League. But it wasn't a great defense by any means. And what this symbolizes is that this defense, and under Tomlin, of course, just only for the first few years, it wasn't in flux. But for the last several years, this defense has always been in flux. It's always been changing. It's always been building. It's always been trying to get better. And it it's kind of treading water, but not getting better. But when you look at Golden and great use of Entendre, he the safety wasn't a safety valve. I love how you use that. Thank that you. was that that was quite clever. It's all those <laughs> uh it's all those supplements that you take, uh, <laughs> supplementing your mind with with great quim. You know it. <laughs> uh, but they just have guys. They don't have a dominant ball player in their secondary, and they need a guy. So what this screams to me, Jeff, and speak to it, safety is an absolute need in the draft, and it's absolutely a position that, I think that the Steelers may look at high in the draft. I'm talking first, second, or third round that they might be trying to bring a safety in. And also to Mike Mitchell, when you're talking about performance-based, he just didn't have any range anymore. And I tell people to go look at the last Browns game. There was a route in which Josh Gordon ran a go route. And Mike Mitchell was in the center of the field. He was on the, I think they ran it up the right sideline, and Mike Mitchell might have been on the right hash, maybe a step to the left of the right hash, or to the right of the left hash, excuse me, towards the opposite sideline. They completed the pass. It was a one-man route. He could not get there. It was obvious. The guy dropped back to pass. There was one guy going out in the route. There was no deception, no nothing. 48, 49-yard completion. He could not get there. So he has no range. So you have to move on with him. But do you see the Steelers taking a safety very early in this draft this year? Well, I honestly think that both inside linebacker and safety are going to be positions that are not only just going to be draftable, but they're going to be free agent pickups as well. I don't think you can go into the season, or let me rephrase it, I don't think you can go into the NFL draft with Vince Williams, Tyler Matikavich and LJ Fort as your trio at inside linebacker and think we're just going to draft it. <laughs> you just can't bank on that. Whether it's Lawrence Timmons, possibly who is released by the Dolphins oh, as no. 
as a guy that is just depth, veteran minimum contract, he's going to be there to help the young player along. But safety is the same, as, in my opinion, is the same exact position. You're going to have to get someone in free agency. I'm not thinking it's going to be a high-priced player. Um, I think it's going to be one of those, like a Cody Sensabaugh type, a guy that is a kind of a journeyman, has experience, can play, but you're hoping to draft a player that can that can be that guy, but you have a you have that backup plan if if he isn't. There are a couple players already that are starting to really get fans' attention in terms of how the Steelers are handling combine visits, pro day visits. Jesse Bates at Wake Forest, Justin Reed at Stanford, who I really like. That's my favorite safety in this class that I think will be available at 28. But then it comes down to inside linebacker too. Uh, inside linebackers, a position that other teams are going to covet ahead of the Steelers, who might be uh, around. Um, Leighton Vander Esch of Boise State has been mocked to them a lot. Uh, he did well at the Combine. I prefer Rashawn Evans from Alabama personally. There's a lot going on here, but I still think both of these both of these positions, inside linebacker and safety, you are going to be having a free agent acquisition and a high draft pick. I'm talking draft round one, round two, either or. Uh, depending on who's available. You know, when you said Williams, Manikiewicz, and Fort, that sounds like a songwriting duo <laughs> instead of football players. <laughs> like they write hits, Williams, Manikiewicz, and Fort, the it songwriting sounds- duo with the hits. I mean, it sounds like, but, but that goes to the point. When you look at the Steelers' defense and you look at the depth, I mean, you said Williams, Manikiewicz, Fort. They had Golden. They had Gay. Um Mike Mitchell. Uh, I mean, you keep saying these names and, you know, if I told you to just give me a simple thumbs up or a thumbs down rating, you're going thumbs down, thumbs down, LJ Walton, thumbs down. I mean, you're just going thumbs down, thumbs down. When you're talking about elite defensive players, who is it? Is it, is it Ralph? Is it record Ralph? And yeah. It, yeah, it, it's, in, it's in your front. They're they're in your front. It, they're in your front, right? Without Shazier, you really don't have one. Because let's be honest, unless your name, um, unless you're Aaron Donald, you're not going to be a superstar as a defensive lineman. Um, so you look at your linebackers, and without Shazier, you, it's it's not good at all. And so you go to your back end. Okay, cornerbacks. I thought Joe Hayden played well. He got hurt. We know that, but I thought he played well. But I just it, here's a, here's my question for you. You're a defensive guy. You brought this up earlier. I wanted to ask you. You were talking about how the defense is constantly in a state of flux under Mike Tomlin the past few seasons. Do you think this is more because of a, a poor decision making regards to talent, talent evaluation, drafting, or do you think this is more of holy crap? We've been drafting for a standard three four defense for the for the longest time, and it's time that we start drafting for sub package football which is what we play 75% of the time anyways. What do you think it is? I think it's kind of a combination of both. I think you have to prepare yourself for sub-package football. But riddle me this. They found a presumable stud, uh, presumably a stud in T.J. Watt. You have record Ralph and you have two, right? So you have three solid pieces. Just imagine if you had a guy on the opposite side of Watt that was as good as Watt but even better than Watt. So you didn't have Dupree, but you had a guy that was equal to Watt, 
but possibly just a little bit better as you're booking outside linebackers to build around on his defense. If you could add a 10 to 12 sack guy opposite of Watt, the defense is immensely better. And you add that inside linebacker that you presumably are going to get in free agency or draft to much better defense. So I think it's a combination of sub package drafting for it. And it's a combination of missing on some of the linebackers that they went after. Well, I don't think double-digit sack guys are just, like, growing off of trees. Uh, no, just no, no, they don't. Up. I mean, that's tough. Cam Hayward did it. The last guy that did it was Lamar Woodley back in uh, the mid-2000s. So, I mean, it, it's been difficult. But the Steelers got after the quarterback, just not the conventional way. I mean, they set a franchise record. They led the NFL in sacks this year. It just wasn't conventional. It wasn't their bookend linebackers. Did you hear? Did you see the report from Dale Lally of DK Pittsburgh Sports that the defense are talking about switching Watt and Dupree next year? Okay. Do you, do you think <laughs> I I had the same reaction? I had the same and? reaction. This was this was labeled as like inside news, uh, breaking. I like, go, oh my gosh, this mind blowing report. I'm thinking, okay, what about Bud Dupree makes me excited that he's now going to be rushing on the right side and not the left side because now he's going to be going against premier left tackles and not a right tackle, which typically your right tackle is the lesser of the two evils in terms of pass protection. I think T.J. Watt's capable of going on either side. But... They're trying to set Watt up. They're trying to set the plate for Watt. I mean, that, that's what it sounds like. If you're going to put Watt exclusively against right tackles, you're trying to set the plate for Watt to hopefully get the sack numbers and let him be the driver of the defense from a pressure perspective. Some of the other moves, uh, Boswell was tendered to a second yep. round. Shaquille was given the original draft grade tender, which is yep. a six-round pick. Eli Rogers, no tender. Do you think the Steelers will retain all of those guys or will anybody make an offer for those I, guys? I think they retain all of them because as restricted free agents, they have the exactly. right of fir- they have the right of first refusal. Exactly. And a guy like Boswell, they'll keep. I don't think anyone's gonna put a tender in on uh Chiquillo. If they did, they'd probably say we'll take the six rounder. Um and then you also have, but it, that depends on Arthur Modes, who's an unrestricted free agent. It's total sidebar. Uh, and then Eli Rogers, no one's going to try. I mean, he has a torn ACL. I mean, he tore it in the playoff game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. He vows that he's going to be back for training camp, but that's not a guarantee. I think he'll be back with Pittsburgh next year. I think you're right on those. I mean, with the restricted free agency, because of the right of first refusal, it's almost impossible to lose him. Yeah. Um, in fact, the way that the CBA is set up, Restricted free agency is going away anyway because of the the length of contracts. You get the minimum four years or you you get three if you're undrafted. You get an extra year if you're a first-rounder for a fifth. So essentially the way it's working out now, teams will retain you your entire first contract. And that's pretty much the way it's been for the last several years. One other note in terms of free agency, Chris Hubbard was signed by the Cleveland Browns. And also in Cleveland Brown news, and it's almost blasphemous that we're talking about the Cleveland Browns. Anything in Cleveland is terrible. <laughs> Joe Thomas is retiring after what it was, Jeff, 10 years? 11. 11 years. Joe Thomas, a Hall of Famer, first ballot, in your opinion? Yes. When he played, when he played from the moment he stepped on a football field, when you talked about left tackles, you talked about Joe Thomas. It, he, yeah. he got drafted by a bad team, and he stayed there. I don't know why. He had options to leave. Um, I know the one year Denver pursued him hard, the reports of new England pursuing him hard. He wanted to stay in Cleveland, but I'm sorry. If you're looking at the hall of fame, I, 
I don't need on-field success. Here's the, the stat of the day that a- Adam Schefter tweeted. I don't know if you saw this or not. Joe Thomas, in his 11-year career, never went 1-0. The guy never won an opening day game. Can you believe that? Yes. He never once. <laughs> yes. He was yes, never I undefeated. Can. He was never undefeated his entire career. Not yes, even for I, a week. Yes, I can. Because that's the Cleveland Browns. That's a franchise that went one, that has gone one in thirty-one in the last two years and did not fire the coach. Yes, I well, can believe it. That there's something in the water in Ohio because Marvin Lewis is still coaching too. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so yes. So yes, I can believe it. And I, I think I agree with you. I think if you had an all-decade left tackle, it's probably Joe Thomas. And yeah. given uh, the proliferation of the passing game and, and the premium of pass protection, he did it at a, at a very high level consistently with really bad quarterbacks yes. who were never – who were all over the pocket. So, you know, he had to pass protect probably longer than your average left tackle because he had guys that couldn't read the field, held the football, all types of stuff. So Joe Thomas, uh, you know, definitely an outstanding football player. Too bad. He toiled away in that horrible city of Cleveland. Yep. And, uh, well, you know, he was an ice fisher, didn't go to the draft, you know, a low-key guy. Maybe that's why he didn't want a uh, bigger market. I don't know. Got paid, rewarded, you know, rewarded handsomely. Had a great career. Hopefully he's healthy and uh, he moves on. Well, he's going to have a career in broadcasting. You've heard this guy talk. He's very articulate. Um, he and actually his former teammate, Andrew Hawkins, have a podcast that's very, very popular called The Tomahawk Show, which is a awesome name, <laughs> by the way. But um, honestly, he he could do the Tony Romo thing, in, in my opinion. They, they could have him in the booth, and he would be phenomenal to listen to. I like Romo. I think he'd be a great addition as well. So that's my that's my piece on Joe Thomas played over 10,000 consecutive snaps. How many times do we hear about NFL players when the season's it's technically done just saying, you know what, I'm not playing anymore, just put me on injured reserve and I'm just going to waste weight. That guy played 10,000 over 10,000 consecutive snaps on the worst franchise in that the NFL's probably ever seen over the past decade. Hey, kudos to him. Yeah. Let's switch reels real quick, Jeff. Let me ask you a couple of names because last week we talked about the tight end position being one of premium on the offensive side of football. A couple of names of guys that got waived, Julius Thomas and Eric Ebron. Any of those names interest you as a free agent tight end? Uh, Ebron, I liked him coming out of college. Thought the Steelers might be interested in him. It didn't pan out that way. He has never really panned out in his time in Detroit, he's certainly not a blocker. And we, everyone that followed this guy in his college career knew that he's an inline guy. He's, he's not an inline guy. He's more of a slot. He's in the lineup as a receiver and go out and try to beat you. He's very athletic. His pass catching abilities have been questioned a lot. I wouldn't go after Ebron, but it all depends on Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald's going to get paid this year. He has a pretty hefty salary cap hit. And I think they're going to keep him because he is a combination of pass catcher speed. He's more athletic than you think. And he is also a very good blocker. Um, in terms of uh, Thomas, uh, maybe if you can, if you could get him at the right price, you could tell Grimble to take a hike. Uh, but rarely do they ever have all three of those guys active on game day. Anyways, I don't think that if they keep Vance, I don't think they make a move at tight end. Not to mention they've got a couple guys on their practice squad that they like there too. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? 
Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Uh, I think Ebron and Vance are similar players. Um, so I don't think you need to go out and get Ebron. I don't think Ebron brings much any anything much different than Vance. Vance also knows the system has a rapport with Ben Roethlisberger that he's developed over the course of the year. So you don't reset. You don't bring in another unknown. So for the familiarity between the player and the quarterback, I think you you would side on keeping Vance. Let me throw out one more name before we get out of here on the defensive side of football. We talked about it earlier. The Honey Badger, Tyrone Matthew, got cut from Arizona. We talked about safety. How does that name interest you as a possible free agent? Well, it certainly interests me. I mean, that's a, that's a big-name player. He's very talented. I have questions about his his recovery from his injury that he had. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. I think it was two years ago, had a knee injury. Hasn't, didn't really look the same since. Uh, the Cardinals, it was very much a Joe Hayden situation like last year. They wanted him to take a pay cut. He said no. Then they release him. Everything that I've read online is that he's going to demand a pretty high price tag, one that I don't think the Steelers could ever afford. So unless he's going to take like a Joe Hayden deal where Joe Hayden, I think played last year for 2 million. And then they bumped up this year to a bigger, uh, a bigger number. I just don't see that move happening. Could he want to play for a team to win a title? Pittsburgh was got to be on the short list in the AFC, at least. I mean, let's be honest. The AFC is still pretty weak. Uh, free agency hasn't moved that needle much in my opinion, as I watch what everyone else is doing in the NFL. So I'm going to say pass. Pass, not because I don't want him. I'm going to say pass because I don't think it's going to be feasible for the Steelers. What say you? I'm going to say pass because I know they're going to pass. I'm just asking you the question <laughs> because I need to ask you the question. <laughs> and we know they're going to pass. We know they're not going to sign him. You know what they're doing in terms of the Villanueva restructure and some of the restructures that they've done. It's to retain whatever free agents that they're going to do from their own roster and to sign whatever rookies they draft. And so, and to have a, a little bit of space here or there if they want to make a move like they did with Hayden. They're well, just tying up their own business, I think. There's, there's going to be some more moves. I would still expect Ben Roethlisberger to get a two year extension. Yes, yes. Where they can, he has a huge cap number right now, and they could move that number even down to like 10 million, would save them probably upwards of 7 million just in that one move. I wouldn't be shocked if you see that move coming soon. They can use that money wisely in those positions that we talked about earlier on the show. But fans, my gosh, we've said it over and over again. Every year, my Twitter feed from behind the Steel Curtain Twitter feed and Facebook, they're all just going nuts about why are the Steelers doing anything? Pay attention. 
It's like Vince Williams tweeted out today. My goodness, in the last decade, they've never done anything on this day. Why would they start now? Please just understand that the first wave of free agency is going to end. The second wave is when the Steelers are going to go out. They're going to find some people that are in their price range that they like, that they think can help, and that's what will make the moves. Look at last year. Tyson Alualu, Cody Sensabaugh, eventually Joe Hayden. That's a very typical Steelers offseason. So, um, Lance, any final words before we send it off for the evening? Let me ask you, I'm going to let you close us out because I always close us out. But So let me ask you one more question about a ball player. Uh, In in his last year of his deal, we got Ramon Foster, cap hit of $3.5 million in his last year, 3.59 to be exact. He was 32 years years of age. I mean, he looks like he could potentially be a cap casualty, in my opinion. You know, given the number, given where they're at, uh, what do you think the future holds for Ramon Foster? Is he a member of the black and gold next year or this year? I think he is. I think this is his, this is his last season with the Steelers. Um, ben Roethlisberger is very tight with his line. And I guarantee you, he's told the uh, front office, look, I want all of these pieces back and they're all going to be back. But Ramon Foster did make my cap casualty article that I spoke about earlier in the show. And it, it if you're looking at someone that, okay, who's behind them? Everyone can talk about, ah, cut cut Mitchell, yeah. Well, you cut Mitchell, but who's behind him? No one. It, Ramon Foster would be one of the few that you could actually say, yeah, there's someone there, and that's B.J. Finney, who has played mm-hmm. and has played well. I think he's more athletic than Foster. He's every bit as good of a blocker as Foster. He might not have the continuity that Foster has with the rest of the line, but I'll tell you what, B.J. Finney is the future of that position. And I think, personally, that B.J. Finney almost mirrors David DeCastro opposite him very, very well, and it, it lends to the Steelers being able to run the football on both sides very, very well with the pulling of the guards. If you think back to two years ago in Buffalo when Le'Veon Bell outgained the entire Bills team, it was B.J. Finney who was in that game at left guard for Ramon Foster. Um, So keep that in mind. He is a good player. I think he's the future of the position, but I think Ramon Foster's back this year. You agree with that? I like where you're going, but here's the one problem. They're both in the last year of their contracts. Yeah. Finney's much cheaper. Right. They'll have to, to, and, and that'll be something to see. I mean, something to look forward to in the draft is if they go interior line, then it's probably definitely going to be Finney in the draft pick and Foster is out if they go interior line. Yeah, I mean, if, if they go, if, if they think about that, um, I'm looking at the list here. Hold on, our running list. BJ Finney signed a one-year contract before this year, and he was an exclusive rights free agent. Free agent yes. So um, he was an undrafted free agent, so they're going to have to, they'll have to lock him up. I guarantee you they're going to, hey, after this year, uh, you're the guy. We're going to give you a three-year deal, maybe four-year. I doubt they'd go four, but three-year deal. Uh, we're going to pay you handsomely. I think he'll be fine. They'll be fine. But yeah, the interior uh, interior offensive line is an issue. Think about what Hubbard did. He was their emergency center, which sadly we had to see in week 17. He could play guard and he could play tackle. Now they had Gerald Hawkins, who they think could be that swing tackle for him. Uh, Finney is a center guard. 
And that's it, though. They really don't have a ton of depth there, so look for them to add. But, hey, like I said, Finney was undrafted from Kansas State, so they could find some of those players like that. That would be awesome. But, um, yeah, anything, any, any last words, Lance, or are you good? No, why don't you go ahead and close us out? All right. Uh, well, we appreciate everyone for uh, listening on day one of the free agency period. It's a, it's kind of boring for the Steelers, but uh, make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your needs. We have a lot of stuff going on with where the Steelers are currently with the NFL draft process, who the what pro days they've been visiting, who they're watching, who they're talking to, all that good stuff, as well as rumors, all that stuff, the trackers for free agency in the draft. So check that out on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll see you next time on The Standard is the Standard. Hey, everybody. It's Neil Patel, editor-in-chief of The Verge. I host a podcast every week called The Verge Cast with my friends Paul Miller and Dieter Bone. We've got a rotating cast of characters from our entire site, which is about technology, how it impacts culture, and how that is all a big cycle that causes us to have a wide variety of feelings that you can listen to every Friday. We've done over 300 episodes in the six years since The Verge has been around, but you only need to listen to one, the latest one, to get caught up on everything in tech news. Vergecast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else. To listen to podcasts, check it out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.